Well, Kyle, what a bizarre, bizarre weekend of Formula One. We had uh, track changes mid-weekend, we had an added session, we had tyres literally destroying themselves from the inside out, uh, we had a driver in the qualifying podium photos despite qualifying sixth, uh, we had a mandatory three-stop uh, minimum race, we had the ever-prevalent track limits, we had drivers passing out from heat exhaustion post-race. We had drivers throwing up in helmets. We had drivers passing out in the high-speed corners. We had a driver retiring because he was too ill. But amidst all this, we also had uh, an Australian's first win in Formula 1 and a uh, Red Bull third championship. So uh, what, the he- what the hell was this weekend? I don't know what to make of it. There's, there's a lot. Uh, there's, there's yeah, we... So much. <laughs> I mean, we went into it going, hey, let's not write it off. Let's see what happens. I mean, I don't know if this is one like, you know, some other circuits where we now go, I can't wait to go back. I think <laughs> everyone's going, well, that's our first of nine years here. Let's start figuring out what the hell we're going to do for next year. Because I'm um, here for so long. It's look, what, it was... whatever happened to that purpose made circuit they were supposed to be building instead of coming here? This is supposed to be a stopgap, and then we're supposed to be going somewhere oh, I don't else. I don't remember what that was, but it's Ugh. it's strange, right? Because I think it's not like we knew there was a ton of potential issues coming in here, right? Mm. Like, the only thing we really knew was that last time out we had the tie issues. Now, there have been other circuits in the past that have had tie issues too. And then they change things around, they sort things out, and you don't see it again, right? Yeah. So coming in this year, there was all faith to go, hey, they would have learned from it. They said they made curb changes. They said they redid the surface. All of that jazz, which you went, sure, there's no reason to come here to think that any of these 10 things are going to be a problem. I mean, touching on one of those, which I think was the most amazing, it wasn't even apparent that the heat was an issue until after the race, where all the yeah. drivers suddenly got out and they said to the media, what the hell, that was really hard. And everyone went, was it? And it was like yeah. one or two of them might be saying it and Sergeant felt unwell, but you went, oh, are they just a bit unwell? Mm. And then you realize, well, actually, that was, you know, horrible for them. But <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't one going into it. Like Singapore, everything about mm. Singapore, we say it's hot, it's humid, it's hard. You didn't get that coming in here. And yet, I guess just with how it all played out, with everyone pushing so hard, um, that 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 came up as well as everything else. So it's one or on review, you go, what? Like, how did everyone miss the mark on all this? Mm. And then what the hell do we do for the future coming back here, right? Because it's... Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. Like, I think even um, Alonso uh, made some comments about the fact that uh, even in the, the previous sessions leading up to that, that race, he said it honestly didn't feel all that bad. Uh, I think yeah. he, he seems to think that... Um, I think I think it was mentioned as well that the wind had died down for that Sunday, which I think is quite important. It was yeah. quite quite uh, uh, quite windy for Friday and Saturday. It was a big talking point. It's why a lot of drivers were having you know corrections and going you yeah. know going over the Those track limits. Those first laps and things, out in yeah. practice was no one knew what the hell they were doing, yeah. not just because of that surface, but mm. the wind, especially through that T four yes, five yeah. complex. Every driver went off several times there before the weekend had even begun. Yeah. So it was a big factor. Yeah. So and I think that the the lack of the the wind for sure was was a big contributing factor yeah, to yeah. to the heat for that race. But yeah, as you say, it was um yeah you didn't realize just how how bad it was until after the race. Like yeah, even you see you, you saw the cool down room with um with Max and the and the two. Um, McLaren, McLaren drivers. drivers and you saw how 
you thought, oh yeah, they're they're pretty worn out. It's you know big physical race, and then you get some of the yeah. stories after the fact, and you're just like, oh, someone could have died in this race. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's pretty scary, but um, I guess I mean, let's let's kind of talk about that. Singers are already on this. Let's kind of dive into that before we go into all the other stuff. I think it's it's a big sure. enough it's a big enough topic that I think... I mean it's a big topic. I think maybe. I think like, there's a lot of maybe negatives to start with. I do mm. want to maybe just touch on something positive. Yeah. For as boring a track as we thought this might be, mm. I actually thought we had some killer racing out there. It was a little bit of DRS passing into yeah. turn one, but there was a lot of, I think, what we saw from Miami, where last year Miami was a circuit which seemed pretty bland, and yet this year people seemed to actually find a way they could race through mm. several corners. So there was actually some amazing battles here. It was part helped by the fact that, as we'll go into, there was this enforced strategy, and that meant that the undercut-overcut was so vastly different that you had people overtaking, yeah. but it wasn't just like you pass down the straight, that's it. There was side-by-side, side, there was drivers all over the place. Mm. And I think just the fact that it was intense, you know, both mentally and physically for all those drivers end-to-end end is why, as we're going to get into, extra on top of it, they're all just having to be so on their game the entire race. Yeah driving the hell out of their cars because they were able to push them and that just, yeah, physically exhausted them. But I mean, yeah, you've, you've, I can imagine you've done the research. You know some, uh, some stories we got back. Yeah, well, I, I, there was a, someone made a compilation of a lot of the people's, like, comments gotcha. or various yep. things on, on Reddit yep. about um, what, what drivers were saying after the race. Um Russell said the conditions were borderline too much and he thought he was going to faint. Bottas called the race torture and said the conditions were on the limit of acceptable. Uh, Sonoda opened his visor, wanting to get crucial cold air. All he got was sand. All he got was um, sand. Poor, poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ocon called it the toughest race of his life. He threw up in his helmet twice uh, in yes. the first... Like, in the first... 20 or 25 laps or something he threw up in his helmet uh and had to still managed to finish p7 by the way fucking unbelievable um sergeant obviously we've touched on he retired from the race he came over the radio saying he didn't feel well he apparently it was um, too much for him yeah yeah, he apparently had flu-like symptoms sort of earlier in the week it probably is if you weren't 100 heading into this you weren't gonna make yeah, it out i, I think at the it time was wise, we thought yeah. oh he's just having a bit of an off day the team very quickly seemed to say you know they hey, weren't like oh can you try push hero. through it they're like yeah. that's totally fine and we all went a little odd but i guess mm. they're playing safe but yeah yeah we quickly learn after actually totally admirable of him to do that right yeah. because and yeah we were yeah, also God. on board for his in lap as well he was obviously not well like he yes. was just like miss he was going like half the speed of normal racing and just missing yeah. the track and going off yeah. and like he was i think he was borderline about to pass out and that's probably the only he, reason he yes. came in he obviously gave it his law we can mm. give him credit where they even said you want to come in he's like no no no, we'll try yep. and obviously he got to that breaking point where the adrenaline just dropped off and he had yeah. nothing yep. physically to give so yeah definitely you gotta give him credit for that at least he tried yeah <laughs> uh and yeah his teammate albon um we saw if if you've seen any of the post uh like race sort of stuff um albon couldn't get out of the car on his own due to exhaustion he was taken to the medical center and was tre- he yeah. was actually treated for acute heat exposure so yep. like he 
had to get treated. I think a couple of others. Um, there was yeah. one other driver in particular that went into, I don't, I don't mm. know if it was Stroll or someone else, but there was another driver that also got taken with Albon to the... I think yeah, less well, of the general medical center and more of the yeah, well, n- checking for something more serious. Yeah, going. Norris was saying that apparently multiple drivers passed out in the medical center, so that was good. Yeah, um, Stroll was saying that the last sort of thirty laps or so was incredibly blurry. Uh, that probably contributes to his track limits where he's like i couldn't see the lines because they were just so blurry yes. he was saying he would like pass out in the high speed corners he'd like There's dip in and out footage of consciousness of him you can see in certain areas it looks like he's like uh, again this also goes to show that looking at it you didn't notice that anything was mm. wrong it looked like everyone was there fighting yeah obviously of course we forget that they're, they're so fine-tuned to drive autonomously that even though they're on the verge of passing out they can still do the actions yeah. but mentally and physically they're everything else in their bodies obviously just detaching from reality to mm. save as much energy as possible to do the physical bit so the fact that sure we had you know some corner cuts and that but nothing excessive that you know go oh my god that guy's obviously needs to get out of the car there's something horrible wrong here yeah you just assume that you know it was just tough but there, there wasn't any of these issues until every single driver came out to say Oh my god, that was horrible. Yeah, you know? and even people like Hamilton, which was like he almost feels lucky that he wasn't there because that seemed horrible. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, giving credit to everyone for sticking through it who did make it to the end. Yeah, it's it's pretty unbelievable. I think the FIA have um, FIA or F one. What? Yeah, like those groups they've pretty quickly come out and said they're immediately looking into that. Like I think at their next uh, their next meeting, they're they're going to discuss yes. it. Um, they say it probably will help having. Qatar slightly later they're having it November next year yeah it's a later race hopefully should should be be cooler in general but they say even that like they're going to be looking further than that um to to obviously make sure this sort of doesn't happen again because when it's when it's just one or two drivers you're like yeah okay maybe they you know it's had other circumstance off day like you say could have been sick beforehand and just came on whatever when it's like almost the entire field basically saying yeah this is borderline like unraceable uh then it's just like yeah maybe maybe we need to make some changes especially yeah. like you say if we're going to be coming here until uh, when are we here till 2030 2000 i guess 325 or something yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, I mean... Well, it's um, it's good to see this kind of response. I mean, we yeah. would anyway, because look, this isn't the 80s anymore when you have, you know, yes. blazing hot races in the American sun and people are passing out, but it's just part of the sport, you know. It's it's the same mm. as why we don't race in torrential rain anymore and we're so careful of it. This is the flip side of mm. being careful now in that torrential rain, you know. This is almost the point where if this happened again, mm. you know, you'd be saying, do we race in this? Do we yep. need to cancel it? Because it's, you know, getting to, to that level. As much as we have, you know cooling and drinks and everything like that to some degree it's it mm. yeah it's it's almost um it feels weird that it came up because yeah I mean, we already said it you get some tracks which are hard but like it's just not conceivable yeah. to get to that limit but yeah. obviously you can hit it and you know so mm. the fact we have i mean you know again no one went into it going oh this is dangerous and then it happened we went that was stupid it's like everyone couldn't couldn't have seen this. yeah so yeah probably good it happened with basically no real impact you know a few drivers after it's quite unwell but generally yeah. everyone making a full recovery within 24 hours mm. you know worst case someone crashes someone you know has a severe reaction or something to it afterwards and then we're talking a bigger story yeah. so i think we got lucky nothing more happened 
and yeah, they'll they'll look into this super deep, mm. understand you know how they can better tell this kind of condition in the future. And um, yeah, they're talking yeah. about like maybe airflow into the better airflow into the cabin, or like learning from yeah, uh, like exploring yeah, like everything. desert rally where they have these issues with like the super high temperatures yeah. as well. Trying to um, learn from that to see how do they deal with it and see if they, it's something yeah. that they can implement into Formula One, which I think is wise, especially if they continue to decide to come to these very hot countries uh yes which uh to the uh chagrin of of, of a lot of people uh <laughs> but um yeah i mean that's i mean that that's only just one part as well and that's like almost after the race is over that you find out that about that kind all of that. masked yeah. up everything else that mm. happened it almost threw shade to the fact that yeah there was an absolute chockers full <laughs> that happened this weekend. Yep, yep. We, of course, had the sprint. Yes. Um, I guess we can touch a bit on the sprint, you know, given that yeah. that happened and that itself was quite oh, yeah. crazy, wild. Um, uh, the, the sprint, I guess, qualifying is when we started to see this issue with the um, the track limits come in. Um, I guess this was after the main race qualifying, so we got that first taste of both. Um, the fact drivers are really struggling and the fact that actually, as much as they've tried to tone down these curbs and such, um, they also were suspecting there could be a lot of damage done to the to the cars going on here. Yes. Um, I think Pirelli said that they did their deeper analysis as they do of the tyres, and they found a few things that were concerning in terms of like how the structure had changed from even just running and qualifying. Um, yeah, after and like then we started to. I, I remember on. seeing photos of like a soft tyre on like one yeah. basically installation lap, and you're just like bro that looks like it's done a fucking race stint like yeah it was bad but like it's like that's not even the issue like apparently the tire degradation wasn't necessarily bad it was just like the tire was basically falling apart it was like separating construction it was a construction issue yeah yeah anyway go um no yeah so and that's when we started to hear a little bit afterwards of them saying hey actually unless we can figure something out here we do have the sprint to see we may need to impose for I think the first time ever, a actual mandatory Man, strategy that I you have so. to do. I don't recall it ever um, happening before. Uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it harkens back to when we had Indianapolis, which, yes, it was yeah. a tyre war, but they couldn't find an agreement there. And mm. I know this is different again because we don't have two suppliers or whatever, but I'm glad that almost immediately they said, well, if there's a concern, let's already let everyone know that we say, hey, yeah. we're still going to evaluate over Saturday. Fortunately, we have you know a qualifying and a, a short race, mm. which is perfect to evaluate this um but assuming there is an issue this is what we're going to do and therefore you should plan for it so i think the fact that they were on it straight away as i say news like this almost caught us by surprise i think i saw the suggestion i went oh is this just someone suggesting something mm. but i was like no this is you know very early on after quality pirelli and fia coming out to saying we've checked this we've been up till 2 a.m doing our work on this because we're worried here's what we're yeah, going to yeah. do you almost went, oh, well, they're, it's good to see that they're on top of this, you know. Yeah. Um, they're, you know they're trying to do what they can to, to make it work. Yeah, I think um, I think the drivers were saying, or drivers and teams are saying that they found out exactly the same time as, like, the media and everyone else found yeah. out. Because they just, yeah. they pushed it out straight away. Because I think, yep, I, I guess they kind of had to. I think teams were, were upset that they weren't notified before everyone else. But it's like, when you've got that little time it's just like they're just like hey this is a thing yeah. just send it out to everyone we're not asking for opinions this is what's happening yeah. um so and I, I when it's on safety grounds obviously they're they're completely that was it i yeah. think they could have gone through where they said hey drivers this is what we want to do what do you think but i think they thought look 
let's just take the politics out of it. It's the same yeah. for everyone. Yes, some teams will benefit on this over others, mm. but they obviously were concerned after last year and they didn't want to take any chances. So this was the safest thing to do. And as they say, they did have the privy where we're still going to have the sprint and we're only going to go through if we really think we've got justification here, right? They didn't want to be overly safe. But yeah. obviously in the sprint, they saw enough to think, well, we actually need to yeah, uh, make those changes there. But yeah. before that, we did have the track changes at the start of the Saturday. So because of the wear on the curbs and the track limits... The idea was on a few of those curbs, which were most erroneous. Um, it's a tricky track because you've got these corners like like Turkey, where they're like double or triple or more kind of consecutive corners, mm. right? Um, and often in places like in Turkey or even in Austin, where we have similar, the corner's so wide in that you're never going to be kind of on the outside of the curb because it's inefficient to go there. You're more yeah. just hitting those inside apexes and whatever, I guess, longer UV you're hitting between those, you've kind of got the track width to decide it. While here, the track wasn't wide enough to go as wide as you wanted. So it meant that as we saw, they were going through like half throttle or gearing down, but they were also then caring less about the apex and more about the outside of the track. Mm. So to try and bring it in to both reduce the speeds to make it so they hit those curbs less, they kind of, I think it was 50 centimeters they brought the curb in. 80 centimeters. And they basically just painted over it to make it look like the curb was there. Mm. Um, which in theory, I think, I guess, did keep the drivers off the edge of that curb. But they were but still it also running meant on that the it was curb. very easy to go over it. So from a track limit yeah. point of view, um, that's, it that's shot true, up. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, it shot up massively. And yeah. drivers were still in qualifying for the sprint, aware of it, particularly mm. for drivers like the McLaren drivers, which both of them got hit pretty badly by getting laps deleted for the qualifying on Friday. Yes. So. Obviously, everyone was trying to dodge it anyway, knowing how painful it could be. Um, but this made it even harder mm. <laughs> for that Saturday qualifying. And, of course, that was in the sun, so it was even trickier. Um, but yeah, um, And the wind was about still, session. so, yeah, it was yeah, easy to go yeah, wide yeah, yeah, because you was. just get a slapper and uh, you've gone wide and you've lost your yep. lap. And it was, exactly, yeah, it was, exactly. it was a, like I said, a, the whole weekend was just super, super bizarre, the way it all, yep. all panned out. But, um, yeah, I mean, like... But we like, did have an exciting... Well, I was going to say, just, I'm just say? touching on those curbs. Like, you look at... Yeah, go for it. Even the, the that one curb that they brought in by 80 centimetres, like, they have painted over it. And like you say, like, obviously, they're not running over the very edge of it, which is the worst of it. But because... Thing. Yeah, because they are still trying to maximise the track width, they're still running over the entirety of that curb. Yeah. Um because 80 centimeters is not enough like those left tires are still pretty much on the middle of that curb and they were yeah. like a lot of the track limits you saw was them drifting out all four tires and that's literally right before turn in so they're sitting there yeah. the entire curb all the way along still trying to get the a good yeah. entry in. i don't know how much that would have helped which is probably why they introduced the 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 three-stop mandatory um f- for the race but Yep. I just, yeah, they need to do something different there because that's not going to work. They, ca- they can't. It's have almost good we had all issues to mask the whole track limits debate again, but this was another one where, yeah. yes, they had the consistent ruling in place, but, you know, just listen to Nico Rosberg talk about it. It's his favorite subject to talk about, right? <laughs> so you can go listen to him on Sky talk about mm. it. But um, it does, yes, show how, although it can be consistent, it also can look a bit goofy and silly. And you yeah. can have drivers who are getting interviewed and are joking all weekend going, did I actually win? Did I actually finish here? We got to wait till the stewards are all at which as much as they're poking fun, 
It's because genuinely, yes, you do, you know, you gotta, gotta wait for, uh, yep. to see, yeah. The... Pia- Piastri made one. It meant that we had Oscar and, and Lando, basically, um... Yep. Have I got it right here? At the front? Yeah, yeah, they P1, um, P2, they started. Yes. Yeah, so. so, obviously, you know, we thought they were gonna be strong here, but hey, they seem to be really just on it straight away, um... Max, of course, was on it, but genuinely McLaren were giving them a bit of a fight this weekend. Um, Through all sessions, you know, Max didn't really run away with it, didn't have the flexibility mm. that he usually had. Another weekend is a general theme where, hey, even though he got that title, he didn't actually win that race he got the title in. Um, yeah. It was a bit of a funky one with the tyres, so going into it, it was a split between soft and medium. Um, yeah. There was kind of a few core themes here which... I don't know who it favorite. We had it was a sprint race. We had a lot of safety cars. We had a lot of collisions, a lot of stoppages, mm. and then uh, for some reason in my mind, I thought this would really help the soft runners. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, they're going to be getting you know less pushing on their tires. It's going to favor them more. But apparently, this stopping and starting actually was really bad for the soft tires. And it going meant that through all the, the safety cycles, car restart, or... those cycles yeah. apparently were awful for the tires. And it meant that although on the restarts, people like George were like guns are blazing. Within seconds, then they were absolutely nowhere to yeah. the point where George was like, "We have to box." Yeah. And he was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Um, and understandably, yeah. Oscar and others, you know, who were kind of swamped at the start, were like, "Have we made the wrong choice here?" And mm. then they were like, "Rocket ships at the end." Yeah. So, like, if there's no safety cars that happened, I don't know if that would have been completely the opposite. If it would have been the same, if it would have been worse one or the other. Yeah. It was, uh, like, these sprints just seem to be wacky. You think mm. the sprints would be a little calmer than the races as they have been in the past, but we're just getting more and more of these chaotic, wacky yeah, <laughs> sprints, yeah. you know? So Yeah, the soft, like, immediately when I saw, there was quite a lot of people on the soft, like, it was not quite was half and mix. half, but it was, like, almost half and half, and there's like, yeah. probably eight to And, like, 12, fourth, fifth, yeah. sixth as well, so you kind of had the top six yeah, were all yeah. flipped around. And you thought it was a really good, like you say, a really good idea with George, I think, getting into the lead. Um, almost instantly, yeah. yeah, very, very quickly. Um, and it's just like, oh my god, they've got super pace, and then yeah, they just died so so quickly. Uh, and yeah. when they died, they died really, really hard. Yes, um, it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I immediately I was like, I think the soft's the wrong choice. I think just given all the 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 tire talk that's that's been here, yeah. um, and yeah, see again, seeing the tires after like one or two laps on those softs, I'm like. They're not making like 19 laps on those softs. I just can't yep. see it happening. And I, I was right. They didn't. Well, they did, but they they lost a lot of positions because of it. But um, yep. Yeah, I mean, obviously we saw Piastri get his his first win. He's actually beaten <laughs> Norris to his first win. Norris in F1, to getting a win. Yes, and they do call it a win because they've changed it where this isn't a qualifying anymore. They yes. do change it to actually be a mini win. So on the records, um, it's nice to know they've given it to him. And is it though? Yeah, I think yes. In a minor sense, yes, you do with a caveat, but yes. it still felt like a proper win. You know, yeah. in, in those conditions with half the grid almost retiring in the bloody sprint. Mm. You know, the stopping and the starting and some close battles. Um, you know, with with Max chasing him down, mm. he 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 found something there. You know, yeah. um, I think an overall theme as we've had previously is that 
Norris probably seemed better overall, but again, Piastri kind of starting ahead of him made that difference. It was almost similar to uh, Singapore when uh, Russell starting ahead of Hamilton. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Well, it also uh, it also helped that I think both Max and um, Lando dropped back right at the start. They actually got... Yes. They dropped back. Partic- I think it's the soft runners that actually got a yes. really good start ahead of them. Um, and Max had a pretty woeful start. Yeah. yeah, I think they dropped back to like P5, P6, both of them. Yes. Um, like they had awful awful starts and piastri was like thank you very much and stayed in p1 yes. at least for the time yes. being um and i think that you know we... he... sorry go on go on no you go you go okay, i was just gonna say with <laughs> with max i think he was he was very very close to piastri by the end of it as well so i think had uh yeah had max not dropped back at the start he probably wouldn't be celebrating his first win but um you know kudos to him for for you know, having a good start and staying out in front yeah. and, you know, keeping his nose clean in, in the, the battle with Russell as well. And, um, yeah, fighting back when he had the pace over him as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's it's probably one of the better rookie seasons <laughs> for, uh, for, for oh, someone yeah, in F1. Yeah. Like it's, we'll, it's... we'll have plenty of time to review it, but mm. every weekend we say the same. When you look back, you know, that the pairing that they had and now you look now and that whole contract yeah, saga, yeah. you go... He he and his manager Weber, you couldn't have lined this up more perfect. As much as the doubters at the yep. start of the year were saying, they absolutely nailed it, and he's showing why McLaren put their faith in him. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and you can even see there's a few things he still needs to learn as a rookie. Like, on all the restarts, he kind yes, of either yep. didn't do well to get the jump or got, you know, lost a bit. But he made up from, from that. He didn't let it get to him, you know. And even afterwards, you know, as we've seen in the past few races, he's always said he's going to, even with a good result, he's going to look at his race, he's going to analyze it, chat about it. So that's a good thing for him to go through. You know, he's mm. got uh, some, you know... Uh, experience starting in the front of restarts and that's something he's of course going to go back and next time we see him do a restart he's probably going to do it you know as, as good as an experienced driver knowing yeah. him and how good he's at learning yeah so, yeah definitely um, it was good to see yeah. but i guess that kind of led into also performance from from him and um plenty of i don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on the sprint i mean as we saw there was kind of some clumsy innocence out there yeah um, we unfortunately saw lawson right at the start just get things wrong yep. i'm surprised this hasn't really happened yet for him yep. um i'd say with that track being so dusty and tricky and he was off it just seems he took a just, bit too much nah. speed but if you're gonna have an accident this is probably like the least you know like the least he didn't hit anyone he didn't yep. do something dumb right i think this was pretty unlucky pretty in innocuous a way, you know? yeah yeah, so um, it's hard to give him too much of a slap on the, on the wrist for it. Um, I say he's the I worst driver that... now, actually. Like, I, he doesn't deserve the seat anymore. <laughs> well, he finished behind Sergeant and, and Perez, so yeah. he's like garbage, obviously, even though Abs- he's only one and two places behind him. But let's <laughs> well, we talk about, I mean, Sergeant as well. He, he also did a similar thing where he went off all on his yes. own in that A bit later race. on, but yes, he had another... Oops. Yeah, um, the difference is is that this is becoming a little bit of a habit for Sergeant, whereas this okay, is first, Lawson's sort of first um, uh, foray into, into yes, this. Yes, um, a slip, quite a little slip. And yeah. then we had the big kind of three-way crunch, yep. which um, I'm surprised we haven't had more of these, but it was a classic mm. case of kind of two drivers on the outside not knowing they're on the outside, the driver in the middle seeing them both going... Uh oh, but not having time to pull out, yeah. and then three into one goes Kablooey, yep. and then this is what you get. So, yep. um, again, the fact that I guess this track showed you could even go for things like that. We almost had like a four wide into T one. Um, yeah, 
I think was credit to the racing you could have here, but yeah, I feel like maybe um with the sprint being so chaotic, maybe a few drivers that are weren't driving Mercedes tried to take it a little more easy <laughs> in the main race. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Well, let's touch on that then. I guess now that you've brought it up, let's go to that uh, that main race. Um, yes, I'll start before before we get on to that that uh, T one incident. We did have um, signs didn't start the race at all he had a suspected oh, fuel yes. leak um that yeah they they couldn't fix by the race start so he oh, yeah. he didn't go out at all um to very quickly touch on ferrari as well leclerc got a p5 he said it was the best he could do i kind of agree they seem to be um kind of a step behind both uh, mclarens and mercedes in terms of pace i didn't even remember really seeing him he, he, like he was, was kind of doing his own yeah thing. yeah he was yeah, P five is he was right. It's the best he could do. In terms of their pace, they were not as strong as, yeah. as, as McLaren and Mercedes and uh, Max, of course. But um, yes, yeah. not the Bulls. No, just, no, uh, Max. Max. <laughs> it's 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 becoming Max, not Red Bull now, very much so. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about the turn one incident because it's uh something I predicted. I think for last season, and it's the the yeah, two, it was. the two Mercedes come together. It finally is. It finally. Let's happened. go back. Yeah. You've got your point. Finally, <laughs> rewrite the I results. Me- I meant to say 2023, but uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a shame. Um, yeah, but this was uh, Hamilton got a brilliant, brilliant start uh, coming up alongside George. Yep. Um, and because he started on the soft, right? Well, most of the start. No, on the Russ- was it he started I think medium. Russell- on the hard. I thought Russell started on the. I think it, no Hamilton had the better tie because that's why they were saying I'm thinking Russell of the sprint. maybe should have been aware that Hamilton was going to have a really good start because yeah, in the sprint okay. those drivers on the better tire yeah. had such a good start. No, so, I'm I'm thinking of the sprint. I think Russell started on yeah, the soft and yeah, Hamilton, yeah. whatever. Fucking t- God, just have one race, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he got a very very good launch um, alongside George right at the start. Um and yeah, just sort of turned in a little bit too much and kind of took himself out. Um, I can't really see any fault of George there as much as people try to put it on him. Um, yes, I think it's if it's it's if anything, racing incident. It's just a T one sort of three and it's a hundred percent a racing yeah. incident. The only two caveats is one Hamilton could have left more room if like. You could say you could leave more room yeah. for the sake of it, but you're always you going to leave as yeah. little room as you need. You're judging it as best you can. And how he judged it, if you look at his arc in the corner, there's never a time when he like turns in extra or he shortens that. He's kind of doing consistent arc. It's just mm. that there's Russell, who's also got a car right near him, so he can't exactly jive around either. He's yeah. kind of set. So it's unlikely that they hit each other. And yes, the other argument is, look, had... George maybe known in his head going this you know the strategy is either I get ahead or if Hamilton has a good launch I let him go now I doubt that's what he was thinking of there was a scenario where maybe he was and then maybe he sees him and he pulls mm. back a bit because he's like go son go you've got a hell of a launch right but obviously he wasn't thinking no, he, about that he was yeah. focusing on the car he was right behind and around in front yeah. of him yes not the guy suddenly having a line down the left and unfortunately a rather innocuous bump meant actually dire consequences are uh, particularly yeah. for Hamilton the fact that George had a pirouette um, mm. and managed to come back how he did. The biggest shame, I think, is we probably got robbed of an even better race. Like yep, both agreed. of those Mercedes versus both of those McLarens, that could have been mind blowing as much as we enjoyed it. I'm like, yep. damn, that could have been amazing. Imagine if Hamilton had that amazing start, challenge for the lead. 
Who knows? Let's go back. Yeah. Uh, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's actually one of the points I had is like when you look yeah. at um, particularly looking at Russell his pace coming through the field because he was right at the back. He pitted at the end of that lap because he thought he had damage. Yes. So he came in, um, put on another set of... T- he, he went the four-stop instead of the three-stop. I was going to um, say he went the legendary four-stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, the pace that he had, except for that that final stint on those soft tyres, that seemed to be the wrong plan. Something went wrong I there, thought yes. he was going to absolutely charge back through, and he immediately, from the first lap he came out, was dropping back from the McLarens. And I'm like... It was bizarre. Mm. Yeah. But regardless... I didn't look at that, but yes, yeah. That was obviously I was, an outlier. I, so I was, was very much like, paying attention to it. Every lap, I'm like, it's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. No, it's all right, it's going to come to him. It's going to come to him as he's dropping back two, three seconds a lap. I'm like, he's, he's coming. Yeah. What the hell? He's coming. <laughs> it's fine. It's going to come to him. It didn't come to him. Um, but yeah, he had uh, exceptional pace coming through the field. Um, made a lot of really, really good moves. Um, as yes. you say, a lot of them not with DRS down the straight. A lot of them were into that T uh, T five, I think it was. Yeah, um, that kind of complex. Yeah, yeah, so he had you know to to be able to do it on that on not the straight on the other part of the track, other parts of the track. He he obviously had a significant pace advantage to to those around him so um and when you think about you know for the majority of these of this season or at least recent races hamilton's had the better race pace to russell you think were they faster than mclaren yeah like i think on race pace they could have been i think over one lap no but over race pace yeah it seemed obviously with george pushing the pushing pushing (laughs) wow no (laughs) swearing on this channel (laughs) Yeah, George, a fucking pussy, though. <laughs> uh, and with Hamilton knowing known to be quite a good tire whisperer as well. Yeah. Who knows, right? Maybe, you know. But um, it's still, I guess, look, they even said coming out of it, we can take signs here that actually we had really strong pace in a really difficult environment. Yeah. Um, so they, they can take a positive from it. Um, mm. Hamilton, of course, decided to, when he got taken out, just decide yeah. to F the rules as well and decided yeah. to walk across a live track. Yeah. Got slapped with a big old fine and talking to from the stewards. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't really thinking, or he just mm. didn't give a toss. Ironic that there's the shot of him just getting over the track when his and teammates his coming teammate. out of the pit. So <laughs> it makes it look even worse that, it, you know, yeah. nearly his teammate was the one that he was in danger of. Yeah. So. Obviously, a lapse of judgment. Mm. Um, I, I think he came out pretty it. immediately, and he's just like, "Yeah, no, that was probably not the smartest thing to do." So, yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, understandably, in the car again, in the moment, he was saying, "I think I got hit." You yeah, know, by, oh, by, own, by my own teammate. Him. Yeah, and then very quickly, almost a few minutes after, they were both going. No, I think that might have been me. And yeah. then it was only when George realized, "Ah, actually, I think I was all right." And Hamilton mm. went. Oh no! Okay, if anyone's gonna put the blame on, I should yeah. have left more room there. So well, that's I think the a lot of people aren't you know they take the heat of the moment comments. I mean, I obviously I used to be like this yeah. as well. They take the heat of the moment comments, and that's they're not allowed to change from that. And like if they try and yes. deviate from that, like try and have a better opinion from you know having cooled down a bit or actually having watched footage. No, they're not allowed to do that. What you said in the moment is what everyone cares about. But he, even before he saw, like he had the the interview that they had on the broadcast and yeah. he said, they asked him, have you seen the footage yet? And he's like, no, I haven't seen it. And still he's like, maybe it was my fault. Like yes. he'd he was, already, he ha- already open-minded to it. Exactly, he'd already cooled yeah. off without even seeing it. Yeah, you know, he yeah. wasn't like, oh, reserve judgment. He was already saying, look, yeah. it was. But, but people, people won't talk about that. But that's something I noticed. I'm just like, it's, 
it takes a big person to do that without even seeing, like particularly knowing how much pace that car had, um, them both starting up quite high and having good yep. decent pace in the uh, the sprint race as well. He probably thought he could do something pretty damn well to without even seeing it thinking he got taken out by his own teammate to be like hey actually wait a second maybe i should think about this a bit more and then to say that only a few minutes later that's i don't think that gets talked about enough um but yeah i just wanted to point it out so yeah and look he did that off track even george was obviously very upset in the car yes he was even afterwards he was saying oh like this is so annoying maybe Mm. i should have given him room whatever and even Toto White in to say, look, it's okay. And obviously, from there, you know, he then told himself, right, that's in the past. We can still have a good result here, even mm. though we're from the back, even though, etc. And it went to show that he, he gunned it through for a fourth, you know, yep. which is a very considerably good good uh, pace and position. Yep. And, and as we say, a race that was so tough. So he, he, he couldn't have done that if he was still thinking about lap one and what could have been. True. He obviously raised it in and went, right, whatever it is, let's, you know, look at it later. Um, yep. Maybe some other drivers like Stroll can maybe take notice and learn a few things rather than um, deciding action in the heat of the moment. That's going to be my attitude for the rest of the day. Yeah, so yeah. if those haters want to hate on Stroll, go for it because he's the right guy to poke at for that. Um, and these other guys you should look at for that are actually you know, doing the right thing and showing that, hey, in the heat of the moment, you can step out of it. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Stroll. He had on the travesty of Stroll, mate. This <laughs> he's had some bad weekends. This probably probably ranks as one of his worst. You'd have to say, um, both both in a racing sense and in a public image sense. Um, and at a track where that car actually didn't seem that bad. Yeah. Yes, the Alonso didn't do too well. I think he might have even had. He might have gone off or done something he during did. the race. Yeah, we can talk about that in a sec. Yeah. The overall pace of that car was probably the best it's been this half of the year, I think. It did have yep. potential if you could lock it in. Yep. Um, had had good one-lap really... pace as well. Like, yes, yeah. yes. And that's where we just saw mm. a catastrophic gap between the drivers over both qualifying sessions. It wasn't even the first one. The second one was just as bad. It yep. was like... He oh, was... Uh, like... I got I got the time like after the... the uh, the qualifying session where he uh, shoved his trainer, um, he was race, yeah. he got knocked out. Obviously, he got knocked out in Q one in in both qualifyings where Alonso made Q three again. Yes, um, in that first qualifying <laughs> session, he was one point one seconds behind Alonso. One point one seconds. Yes. That's un. This isn't the day where that only costs you. One or two places. That is almost the entire grid by yep. max at this point. Yep. It does feel <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's second to 20th. <laughs> yep. yep. So it was like, I, I look, I get it. He's he's frustrated. It's, you know, the heat it probably doesn't help. You know, you, yeah. when, when, when it's hot, you tend to let your temper run wild, particularly if you have a bit of a temper. You tend to be a bit more rash and, and lash out. But... Yeah. When you're shoving members of your team like that, like that was a proper shove. Uh, when yes. you're coming out to the media, like even after cooling down and giving basically one, two word answers and just yep. basically looking like you might kill the next person who looks at you funny. Like, and uh, it's not even man. like he got like held up or that he thought the track limits are crap or that the team stuffed him over. It was just himself. He was angry at. And yeah, um, fair enough, but then like maybe you'd be more like disappointed. Mm. Like 
they're almost similar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was not a reaction any of us expected. Mm. Um, and then it seemed to just affect him. Um, and then, yeah, we didn't... I mean, he made the end of the main race, so... Yeah. Good yeah. job, but... Yeah, you st- he also yeah. should have gotten points, but he obviously had track limits a few times and oh, finished yes. P11, yes. so didn't we, get Yes, points. we'll uh, probably touch on that near the end of it. <laughs> that whole thing, which was again yeah. overshadowed by everything else going on, and yep. a few lucky drivers yeah. scored some well-deserved points from that, but we'll get yeah, on to that yep, later. Yep. But, um, I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, unless you want to talk about Stroll, I was just going to talk about Alonso, how he actually... Had decent no, I was just going to say in yeah. general, like, I think it's the same as the, the Sergeant and the Perez, where you go, look, you know, teams yep. giving some grace. They're saying, obviously, we'll do some sort of mid-2024 review. Mm. But all three of them just are giving you so many reasons to say, actually, this just looks stupid yep. doing this. I mean, one one item which I did have a side, if I can find it, mm. was to do with... um. Let me see if I've got it here. Give me a second... It was to do with Aston Martin's advantage over McLaren since Austria. Yeah, and how I meant to save that. Yeah. How massive that has come down. Yep. So in Austria, the gap was 146 points, <laughs> which is quite a lot of points. Yep. Um, four races later, it was 93. It actually went back up to 104 five races ago in the Netherlands. Only dropped down to 102 in Italy. And then it dropped to 78 in Singapore, 49 in Japan, and now it's just 11 after Qatar. Oh, my God. Um, that that climb is not only because both McLaren drivers are so with it, um, but with only having one Aston partially scoring and having only that one Aston partially scoring for the start of the year, yeah. there's no chance. Like, it's they're just going to slam through it. You know what I mean? Like, wow. it's 100%. He is the reason that they have been costed that, that uh, yeah, that fourth place in the standings. Yep. Um, there's no yep. excuse for it, almost. Yep. So, not only does this shine even more a light that's saying, hey, if McLaren had a Ricardo in that seat still, then maybe it would actually be a lot closer. But no, it looks like McLaren have just got it right. <laughs> and yep, yep. as we predicted, Aston are going to be punished for not having a competent driver in that second seat. Yep. Will this then be where they need to say, look, bigger picture here, we're just throwing away one, two constructors' places, you know, for having him. Like, what more do you need, you know? Yeah. like, Yeah, cut, cut back to the last year like a year ago when i think we made those exact comments was like exactly when is, when is stroll is being shit gonna cost them a place in the championship and is this That's the time to get rid of them it. it's, this it's, is it this god this we're good race at this just... we're so good at this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's 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 pretty much like unforgivable at this point yeah. um I, sh- I just don't see how he can get a seat again i just don't i mean we'll talk again Postseason review, I think we'll this have is postseason, to, but yeah, yeah, this this yeah, this weekend in particular, yeah, yeah kind of has to. to um, it feels like it has to be nail in the coffin stuff. Like, yes, yes, um, it's similar to. I mean, we won't touch them long, but even even checker like this weekend was nothing good, yeah. strong at all. Like, yep. like you could go, oh, he got taken in an accident that wasn't his fault. What the fuck was he doing there? He should be in P two or P three. Why is he fighting three way with a fucking Haas and an Alpine? <laughs> Get out of there! Like, he's got no one to blame but himself. Like, he could be yeah. mad and go, oh, it's like. Bro. Why are you there every weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, same conversation. I think Red Bull, out of... I don't know about the Sergeant thinks it's different. You know, it's the other end of the spectrum, right? Um, But, yeah, this Red Bull thing, as much as, again, people are saying, oh, give him time. It's like, no, no, no. Like, 
everything coming out. You yeah. know, I think you alluded to earlier from Marco, from everyone is saying, actually, you need to sort this shit out because yeah. this doesn't improve the next few races. We can't go into next year with this. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah I know that, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I've seen, um, yeah, like... There's I think... still comments coming out today. They're still, oh, like, God. talking about it going... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's bad. Like, even when Christian Horner, like, he's probably been his biggest defender particularly when talking yes. to the media he's always very um diplomatic bigger about picture it. and yeah. diplomatic yes um he you could tell from the comments even even pre the the, the feature race um where he's just like yeah like in his own sort of diplomatic way he's like yeah, yeah this yeah. shit has to end like yeah. um he needs to do better uh and it's changed from the conversation of going He'll he'll get back into it. Into exactly, he needs yeah. to get back into it. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's he's got like the rest of this season to get back into it, or we've got. And they again, you know, yeah, when you have someone like Lawson, I think it's it's incredibly timely for Lawson. I, I don't think Lawson realizes how important those races yeah. were for for him that he had to to be able to prove his worth. Um, because yeah. I think it could very well have landed him a seat at AlphaTauri for next year. Um. So, even if, even when he was told otherwise, I think it will eventuate that way uh, if this Perez yep. thing keeps keeps going the way it is. But um, to to move back to to Aston Martin, we'll we'll talk about um, Alonso just a little bit. I kind of just want to talk about sure. the uh, mainly the feature race. But yeah, like we were saying, he had actually decent pace, um, not amazing pace, not like start of the year Aston pace, but. Um, he was he was right up there with with the you know the drivers you expect to be up there, but yeah. um, and in the race I think he was actually running as high as like P four or P five maybe. He, he ended was up dicing with them, yeah. Mm, he ended up dropping, especially when Russell hadn't made his way all the way through the field. It must have been P four then, because the I think he I think he yeah. lost two positions to that that error by going off the track. Yeah, because um, he lost it to to Russell and then um, Leclerc Would in the end. Speaking of Leclerc, he dives back onto the track uh, directly in front of Leclerc. How do you see that that return to oh, the track? Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. That was. Uh... I think he was lucky in where the other cars were. There could mm. have been a situation where that would have been a lot closer yeah. if cars were in a different position, if cars were fighting down there. Um, I guess, obviously, in the moment, no one's really gone off there, so maybe mm. he just suddenly jumped on and went, oh, I should have come on a lot slower, a lot sharper. Yeah. Um, I didn't see much chatter about it. Again, it was overshadowed by everything else, but um, yep. I think it was maybe, you know, in the moment he went a bit, oh, crap, I haven't done that very well, mm. but he got fortunate that there wasn't actually, you know, anyone too close to him. It just made it a yeah. I think semi-close it, call. It probably helps that Leclerc ended up getting past anyway. Like, if yeah. he ended up staying ahead because of that, I think... There's a good chance, or if Leclerc had to take any sort of evasive, evasive action, action, but staying well, on yeah, the line yep. to the left, he did swing by mm. him. You know, that was fairly close, but still nothing where Leclerc to do anything different. I don't mm. think he lifted all. You know, like he might have slightly lifted just in case, because of course you see an accident, 
as much as the drivers want to be quick, they also mm. don't want to smash into another car. So he may have yeah. hesitated, drinked a little bit, but as far as it looked, he was still going through their full bore. So yeah. um, no impact, no repercussion. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, probably a poor mistake from Alonso, but... It feels like he's making these uncharacteristic mistakes more recently. I don't know if it's like frustration. I don't know if it's just because that car is really tricky mm. to drive on the edge. Um, yeah. It was similar. We saw it near the end in Singapore. Again, it seems to be near the end of these races where he slips. Mm. It could just be because he's overdriving because he's really trying to get something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we heard, you know, I, th- I think he came out of the race in Singapore or somewhere else where he seemed very frustrated to say, no, look, this is the first time this year where this has really felt quite bad. Yeah. I don't think that, that was the case here. So I think it might have just been in the heat in I the moment in pushing for something. Singapore is a bit of a misnomer as well. Every driver yeah. had trouble. Like when you have Red Bull having troubles with driving their car, then yeah, it's, it's just true. a, that's just kind of their, it, that's its own thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's good to see that Alonso at least still does have a little bit of pace in 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 that Aston. But uh, yeah, I just I'm starting to see just a few little cracks there. But um, yeah, yeah I, I they obviously I don't think the they true can... cause is unknown, right? It could yeah. be carelessness, it could yeah. be that frustration, over pushing, whatever. But... Again, with with the heat and the you know with. <laughs> the everything everything <laughs> the yes. tires slippery everything yeah yeah, yeah. It, slippery surface one, you go slightly off the line thing, you're all yeah. over the place that's it yes like um i don't think we could judge Anyone it too harshly it. but you don't, yeah. yeah but um yeah let's um oh god where do we go next where do you want to go next what have we I not got talked a few about small things i want to mention yeah, hey go. i believe we had the official world's fastest pit stop from mm, mclaren yeah we did so, 1.8 seconds um, yeah. 1.8 bloody well done that was cool for them to have as well considering the, t- um, the temperatures and the, the yeah stress the pressure that, and everything yeah to, to get it that right yeah. it was it was beautiful um i saw it yeah pop up on a few non-f1 places which was cool to see people going wow this yeah, is neat. so cool to see you know yep um they so, uh, remember that good. they they changed to those tires to slow pit stops down as well like those uh yes. those styles they're supposed to be heavier this. tires as well but, yes um, yep yep it's pretty incredible yeah yep. it's unbelievable um alpha getting lucky you know they they normally have their clean races but seem to just miss out on the points on alpha tarry but hey they lucked out here on some penalties. Double they got points double finish, points. baby. There you go. Very First nice. First one of the and season. And I believe they move up a place in constructors to P8, if I recall correctly. Yeah, that probably, could probably be would. Quite huge. Yeah. They move ahead of, um, I believe it should be Haas. So, would they? Yeah. again, I think we talked about it. I don't know if it was our mid season preview after Singapore or something. I think it was maybe on our talk about Sargent in saying that. Yep. Any of those teams could still have a stonker, have a weekend where there's a lot of retirements, and they could fight for that seventh still, which mm. difference between seventh versus eighth or ninth is still massive to those teams. The amount of revenue they can get, yep. so um, yeah, pretty pretty well from both those drivers. I don't know if it was the main qualifying or the sprint where Bottas managed to reach Q3, um, which I was I can ecstatic about. When it was he did good. That. Yeah, he made it in main qualifying by the looks of it because he got p9 because lando's not uh, lando's uh, that's right yeah he had his validated lap, lap so deleted, he actually yeah. got p9 yep yep so and and that was a qualifying where again people like signs and perez and that didn't didn't make it um and yeah, yeah he, he started p9 just ran a safe race and obviously a very difficult race um i don't know if it was him or 
um, Zhao that might have even forced off because some of those that were in some of the clashes lap one yeah. in the safety car chose to change early, which kind of changed into a four stop strategy. One of one of them the back stopped. anyway. Yeah, I think I it think might it have been, been Bottas. I think Bottas was. A four yeah, stop. okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I've got. I've actually got yeah. it here. It was uh, Russell because he had to come in for check that damage. Yep. Bottas, Magnussen, Stroll, Lawson, and Bottas is yep. really the only one out of those drivers that really made it work. Made it work. So, well, yeah. and Russell, obviously Russell, but I think that car just had yes. pace. But out of the... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. out of the drivers that chose to. Out of those are more to, in the mid-pack, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah. can matter a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, I yeah. just wanted to say credit to them, and I still think that, you know, it's overshadowed by the other bigger fight in the fight for fourth, the fight for second, the constructors, but that fight for seventh is still, well, again, you know, well one good table, performance yeah. could shoot someone to the top there. So that's still going to be an exciting uh, little run to the end. Definitely, um, yeah. Uh, I don't think I had anything else minor to, to mention. I no, guess. that's right. The, I don't know if you got anything before the big old well, the last slap bang <laughs> penalty discussion. Yeah, well, the <laughs> la- the last couple I want to say, I want to talk about. I already sort of pointed it out, but you know, Ocon getting a P seven in the feature race despite you know spending half of it with sick in his helmet. Um, well, they've settled good. into their normal best of the rest position. They kind of have, yeah. Behind- yep. Um, four other teams occasionally yep. dicing that with Aston, but yep. on a weekend where Aston's on it, they still obviously got a bit of a jump. But yep. they're also getting ahead of the likes of the Alpha of the Haas of that mm. group too. So they're kind of yeah. in that middle spot, despite the fact that you know not that long ago with all the drama going on, it's because they should be at the front of that other spot. So yes. yeah. at least they're finishing. At least they're getting some points on the table yeah. um but they're not really moving from the position they're in the constructors are they <laughs> yeah yeah it's just kind of they're just gonna sit there for the rest of the season and so yep. be it that's just that's just where they live now but um gasly i think just ended up out of the points he had a couple of track limits violations again we'll go on to that yes. um but yeah i think he ended up p12 in the end but, 12 it looks like um, here, yeah but uh yeah i think haas Again, they Hulkenberg in particular actually looked pretty strong this weekend. I believe he made a Q3 in one of them. I don't remember if it was... Yeah. SQ. Did he... Or... Um... I'm trying to remember if it was the sprint or the main race he was running quite high, but then he got unlucky and fell back. God, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just know that he... Um, obviously, he had the... Uh, the 10 second penalty in the main race for starting in the wrong position because obviously signs didn't start and he parked in signs spot um and then he got taken out by ocon in the that ocon was Perez. it yeah. so yes he parked in the wrong spot yeah, yeah. and that was really bad because he got like a five or ten second stop go penalty seconds, and he was actually yeah. fighting for those lower points pretty consistently through that first stint he um kind of was having good pace and he was happy with it but yeah, then they had that long pit stop, and then he was near the back, and he just couldn't recover. Yeah. Um, I just Googled it. I know afterwards he was saying he felt awful because he mm. actually felt really good in the car and thought they could have done something there. Yeah. But, yeah, lapse of judgment, this happens, I feel like, once a year to someone where they just do it, and they go, oh, no. And then sometimes it cannot matter. Mm. Here, you'd say it probably mattered uh, a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, possibly missed out so, yeah. on some points. Um, again, yeah, important I'd say quite in the, uh, likely with how things played out in, in the Haas Alpha Romeo battle. Well, with, exactly, a hundred percent matter. Yeah. They were the ones that dropped back. I think That's so. It. Yeah, so this is what I mean. Those are you got to be on top of the game at uh, every little opportunity to. Um, yeah, it could mean uh, yeah, big monies or little monies. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's. Uh, if, if seeing as you you wanna you've been alluding to the big bad track limit talk. <laughs> Why don't you? Why don't you start us off? Where do you? Where do you want to start 
talking about this 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 big boy again. Yeah, so I mean as I say, we had we didn't really know what was gonna go once we got to the race, right? Mm. So we've had circuits like in Austria and others where we get a lot of track limits or at least pop up string practice and you go, Well, it's just drivers testing limits, etc. We sometimes yeah. see it places like Spain, but then during qualifying and race they calm down as they learn the limits right. That's what practice is there for. We want to see the drivers pushing the limits. Then in qualifying when you start to see a few track limits pop up, again, a few isn't uncommon, but when mm. it's almost every driver, every session getting one, yeah. you start going, oh, this is obviously quite hard to maintain. Mm-hmm. And then the question is for the race, is this going to be one where within five laps, someone's already getting a black and white flag? And then you go, well, are we going to have another repeat where half the bloody grid gets penalties? Um, yeah. It didn't get that bad. It still got bad enough where yeah. several drivers definitely got slapped with it, which we can go through. I know you've got it. I've got it up as well. Um, and it did matter for penalties where because it was so close. I remember when the drivers crossed the line and then, you know, they were coming up in order yep. and the whole thing was slipping around. Yeah, so by yep. the time it was going up, oh, he's there. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yes, again, a few that... I think we had this theme last time when there was a lot of track penalties. A few drivers that maybe didn't finish as high, but just kept everything clean. You know, I'd say lucked out, but I don't think it's luck that they got it. Yeah. You know, the drivers obviously in a very tricky situation, kept it on the track and kind of cashed in on that, mm-hmm. you know, and got some uh, nice rewards for it. But um, have you got, I guess, have you got the actual I actually, counts and penalties I actually in front of don't. you? I actually don't. I saw a picture <laughs> of it. Um and uh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't save it, but I actually yes. did. There was well, I'll do a few things. Yeah. So I know the worst defenders were Gasly, Gasly and Perez, yeah. who were by far the worst defenders. I think Gasly um, had those... one more track limit than Perez, but I think... yes, he had seven. Yeah. Perez had six. Yeah, that's right. Um, Stroll and Albon had five, um, and then a bunch of them had three. Handful with two, and then a mm. bunch of them with one. Um, so I think there were four drivers from that that actually got the time penalties um i, I think i read that max was the only driver not to go over track limits a single time that race there could be uh, maybe a few here that did one that just weren't noted but yes mm. max looks like was the only one that didn't even have a question mark around him yeah, which well. hey credit to him Fair play. We, we, we said this time and time in a weekend where he could have tossed something away yep you know he only finished a few seconds up the road and uh, yeah. but he still did it right so, yeah yeah uh, there you go but um yeah, so I think Perez and Gasly both got 15 seconds worth of penalties either throughout or by the end of the race. Um, yeah. Basically, I remember Perez during his second offense was being told by the radio, this is hurting our race. Yep. Stop it. Um, <laughs> this actually yep. matters. Hence, yep. <laughs> we don't yep. need to go into it more on the piling it on Perez corner, but the fact is team were not just like, yeah. oh, it's just a bad weekend. Try your best. They're just like, stop Bro. it. <laughs> Bro, stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> you keep boxing, yeah. we got to wait, and then you got to overtake all those bloody cars again. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, 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 I did the very, very basic math. Um, I, this is something I found out right before the race, which I, I wanted to talk about in, in relation to that. I'm glad we came back to that. Um, Perez yes. only scored one point to Max's 33 this weekend. Um, in the last three rounds, Perez has scored five points. Five Five points. Five in the Red Bull. <laughs> like uh I can't Superstar. I just I know I and can't... his favorite circuits, right? Like city circuits and uh I just don't know how anyone can defend him anymore. I just don't get it. And I'd, like his team aren't even defending him anymore. Like 
anyway, that's whatever. It's fine. He's going to be gone by next year anyway. Bad. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so yes, he also totaled the tallies for the wrong reason. Yeah. Um, and Stroll and Albon also got ten second penalties mm. too. It yep. does say in this report I'm looking at actually that Alonso was investigated, but um, mm. they yeah saw that it was just fair enough. So, um, I don't know if that costs. I don't know if it necessarily cost Albon points with how it would have worked out. Um, I don't he think might have so. just been behind Perez by like mm. around a second. He would have just been eleventh if he didn't um, cut anything. So, but again, that's a weekend where it could have cost Albon a point, and that might have been a talking point, right? Yeah. Say, he was basically a second off getting a point if he hadn't had those mm. track limits. Assuming that the track limits didn't save him more time than that but that's yeah that's you yeah. say right you're done. not gonna go that line but yeah um, i know that yeah perez obviously finished p10 um he, he he ended up i think p9 at the standings and then got that five second obviously they found out he that's did correct it again and got another one and he dropped back to p10 which um boosted joe to p9 well, it might have been i think he was p8 because bottas was yes looks like 14 seconds behind him yeah, yeah, no, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. If it was 14... No, Bottas wasn't... F- Perez ended 14 seconds behind Bottas, so he would have finished one second ahead of him. Right, yeah, that would make sense. That's yeah. what I meant. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I know, yeah, obviously they had the, the Stroll and Gasly um, penalties. Both Those were post-race. Points. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's what actually boosted both Perez and... Uh, or, sorry, not Perez, uh, fucking... Bottas and Joe, I think, into the points. I think Correct. it was so, and th- yeah, it was like like you say, it was all over the place. It was so hard to keep track of, and this is part of the reason why um, Austria was so confusing as well. Is trying to to keep track of all this, and this wasn't even as hard as Austria. It's just like, how do you? Well, it's a good thing it didn't matter for the leaders. If it just happened for those final points, then yeah, this would have been completely different if it was. Well, the, again, you, you become the the laugh. Like I, I alluded to it right at the start, yeah. but when you have like yeah. when you when you're having an interview with the uh, the third place for the the qualifying, and then literally as they're talking, as as Naomi Schiff is talking to him, it pops up on the screen. Piastri lap time deleted. Like, oh, we're just getting word. Like halfway through their their conversation, we're just getting word that uh, your lap time's being deleted, which means that'll put you six. And he's just sitting there, he's like, mm, yep, that's cool. Yep, At least he took it like awesome. a champ. Sometimes yeah. could have been a bit awkward about it, but you'd say he handled yeah. it pretty well. And he still posed with the photos and had fun with it. He's like, I'm up here. Do I have to leave? No, yep. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. At least at least Norris was like sort of hanging around. He's like, he pretty much knew he lost that lap, so he's like waiting yeah. to get bopped. And then Piastri was there, and he's just like, hey, cool, I got to P3, but it's just like halfway through talking to him, he's like, oh, actually, no, you're P6. He's like, <laughs> why are we why are we here like uh, um why are we here i just it's just becoming a bit it's just a bit silly isn't it it's just a bit silly um and i think even um, even the faa boss the um fucking yeah. what's his name the big big head honcho dude is he's even come out and said hey look these tracks need to find a way to to do this better because he, he's i think he's more or less threatened to like, hey, we won't come back here if this is going to continue to be an issue in years to come. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's a few. Look, there's a few different ways you could go. Right, you can either go down the side of like improving the tech to where it can almost be guaranteed within seconds when it happens, mm. so you don't have this lead time afterwards. Right, that's one way. 
you can go on the other side where you go back to a model where you're saying, well, is there only a track limit if they gain time and that kind of thinking? Are there some corners where you just say, let's not worry about it because logically it just doesn't make sense to you, right? Mm. All these self-policing curves. We talked about this when we went to Catalonia in Spain. Yeah. How there's that one curve where if you're absolutely in the millimeter off the edge, you can get a time penalty. But it's dumb because if you're out there anyway, well, then you're a god and who knows how you got that close to the edge. Because <laughs> yeah. any sooner and you're in the gravel, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you say, well, do you just make every curb like that? So if you mm. do hit the point where you're, you're getting a track limit, you're actually getting a dirt in the tire running it so close that you're not going to be aiming for it every lap. Yeah. I feel like that's what the most common answer is where they talk about having like gravel or, you know, abrasive surface or something. So yeah. if you are on that edge, you're playing such a risky game, you don't want to go for it anyway. Or you do because you're a world champion going for the best lap ever and then it's all risk reward, which yep. is even better, you know, for, for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so there's a few ways you can go with that. I, I still, again, when we talk about the end of 2021 and we say just stick to the rules as is, again, that's why as much as you do need to sort this out, it could be a lot worse, you know, it could be where, you know, half the corners are cuttable and half fun. It just looks like even more of a farce, right? Where you yeah. go, why are you enforcing that when this isn't enforced? And you yeah. go down that whole terrible line. Yeah. But, well, that's um, that's what they did. Was it 21 or even last? I don't know. It was one of the recent years where it was just like, there was certain tracks where they noticed in yeah. practice where, you know, a certain corner driver was drivers they were going change off it, yeah. like after every session yeah every yes. session they'd be like this corner we're checking track limits they don't care about the others so they just abuse all the other corners for track limits but yes they wouldn't abuse it for this one but they wouldn't get pinged for it because it's like we're only checking track limits for this corner it's like that's yes. because that's, that's where it becomes a, a bit farcical so i'm kind and of this it, it did actually matter here i mm. think it was um Ocon who got slapped by it in terms of overtaking off the track and sometimes track limits can come into that where if you have a vague track limit mm. you're not sure if a car overtakes off track if they actually are off track you know we yeah. had this I think it was back in 2021 with Max and Lewis and there how Max Bahrain. took off track in Bahrain yeah. even though it's technically a line by yourself you that. could take so this does avoid that and as I say yeah. we saw some obvious incidents with the Alpine where he overtook just completely off track and you just knew you didn't need to go, oh, but sometimes they're allowed to go out there on a lap, you know, so... Was it Ocon? I think it, it might have yeah. been Gasly because I remember he had to give the place yeah, back. Okay, it was, was, was Gasly yeah, and yeah. Stroll. He did it twice because okay. one of the times he had to let through was when they had Perez coming through and he kind of took advantage That's of right. it. That's right, yeah, that was um, Gasly. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes. I but, that. um, yeah, so even though you could say, look, it's better to keep it simple, then the other flip side is this is probably like one of the most, you know, rich, well-run sports in the world with absolute talent at the top who can mm. figure this out, right? There should just be enough people there that want to get this right that they can sort it out. This isn't some Saturday league run at your local Bristol club circuit, whatever, where they're talking about <laughs> this, right? This is the FIA, the FOM, with billions of dollars and resource yeah. with a massive global company, you know. They can get a team together to work out something that's going to bloody work. Like, they can design intricate engine regs and error and all that and they can't figure out to go no we're just gonna have a flat rule where it's the line and it's it yeah so you, you come on you can do better than try, that try a bit harder please <laughs> yeah love of the sport you've done some amazing things yet this is just the one thing you can't get right yep <laughs> you're so close so close i know so, i know it's so close <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not upset i'm just disappointed it's the, the uh, yeah, yeah 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 i again i i can give it a free pass because i understand it mm. but i understand why from a yeah. general spectator's point of view yes it can look a bit Agreed. silly and Agreed. you can cheer for your driver thinking they got a good position and they don't you're like mm. Well, that doesn't look wrong. Why is it wrong? Yep. I mean, yeah. That's, so that's what it's really for. It's for the general audience, right? Yeah. Kind of like yep. A, yep. Yeah. An enjoyable, marketable product that you just look at it and go, that made sense. I get it. That was amazing. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, and I couldn't have said it better myself. But uh, I think we've covered everything. Like I said, there was, there was a lot yeah. to cover. It was like a, a really weird, strange, bizarre uh, weekend. But I just, I, I really hope that something changes for next year. I think that's mine and, oh, and yeah, most yeah, people's yeah. Uh, hopes and wishes. But I guess, yes, we could very briefly start to look ahead, which is for Circuit of the Americas, the second of three races in the US. Um, yes. Which should be exciting. And another sprint, which after last weekend bring it on i guess and i think this, this track will be the good amount of the battles sprint. happening out there yeah. yeah yeah it will um it should be an absolute uh, bazinga but we'll have to um we'll, we'll debrief it when we get there we're going to take a few days to rest recoup <laughs> cool down um wonder what the fuck happened we'll this weekend to, uh, and yeah, yeah exactly. and then Still, proceed we'll to immediately forget our, it yeah check the patreon for the three hour <laughs> version of, uh, of this one because we're only getting started this oh, is just god the public folks <laughs> so much i can't believe we're recording for an hour please please edit this down i can believe it. i'm surprised it hasn't been longer but oh, 10 good. even goodness me um <laughs> thanks to everyone who who stuck stuck along this uh this far into the recording um yeah, stay tuned for for Circuit of the Americas. We've got a big triple header coming up. It's a triple header of some some tracks that we all love, all know and love. So uh, yeah. yeah, let's uh, let's get ready for that. Um, let us know how you saw the Qatar Grand Prix. I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of different views you could take from this. I'm I'm actually really interested to hear people's thoughts about this. I've been it's it's been crazy reading about it as well. But uh, yeah. yeah, let us know. Um, coming but the, the the last few races of the season I'm, I'm excited to see how all these storylines wrap up but uh thanks everyone for for watching or listening and we'll see you very very soon bye bye ciao